0: Yeah. Uh when we uh Yeah, we're back <laughs> once again. Yeah. We're getting better at these yeah, intros. Yeah, yeah clearly
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Step man, by man. step, day by day, boy. <laughs> yeah,
0: in other words, to that song. But uh yeah, we're back once again, man. Welcome back. This is episode forty five, the mm-hmm. audio only um version
1: of yeah, the podcast. Yeah. Um Episode forty-five, back like Jordan, yeah, we're in yeah. the four-five. Ain't mm-hmm. to play games with you.
0: Yeah, we um, some complications made things more complicated, so um, <clears throat> had to like you know realign the realignments, but we still here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's dope how we explain shit by saying <laughs> it twice. <laughs> complications <laughs> made things more complicated, <laughs> so we had to realign the realignment let's <laughs> sit with that for a 2nd talk about the nuance <laughs> no nah, man it's uh it's always good to be back but it's definitely good to be back considering the fact that we've had so many obstacles in the way um out taji i just talked to him before the pod man uh we stand with you in solidarity <laughs> uh, yeah, covid man. has been affecting us all as of lately um yeah but, man uh, Wish wish you and the fam The best yeah. um, Toya get well soon yeah, get well Toya And Rajin
0: Everybody's fucking with you Yeah You know what I'm saying Everybody's praying for you Whatever Things niggas are supposed to do From a distance
1: you so, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do To make sure You call from a distance yeah. <laughs> Prayers are cool But check on your people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
0: So um, Yeah man Taji. My, uh, my thoughts are with you and your family, man, no limited exposure, you know, he's gonna be back, uh, I think we're gonna record another one, probably this week, so y'all might fuck around and get two this week, mm, anyway, mm, so, um, mm, mm. you know what I'm saying, you know, blessing the gods and goddesses with the, uh, poddises,
1: poddises,
0: the pod yeah,
1: when it's audio only, it's just a pod-eye,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, alright, well, uh, um, but yeah, like we said, we're back once again. This episode 45. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know what I'm saying? In, shout in out to these countries. Yeah, shout out to these countries, man. Um, shout out to these United States. Fuck the United States. Um, <laughs> shout out to the UK. Hold on. I'm pulling up the list right now. Sorry, folks. Uh, and I'm not good about finding the
1: menus. But yeah. Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I know we got New Zealand on there. I know we got uh, Iceland.
0: Yeah, yeah. United States, United Kingdom, Australia, mm. Iceland, Canada, Ireland. Ireland. Number one pod in Iceland. Shout out to my Icelandians. I'm mm. not sure if that's how you say it.
1: Uh, um, Vikings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Minnesota. It uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> get cold out there.
1: <laughs>
0: Shout out to Germany, Russia, India. Finland, mm, Costa Rica, Finland. Uh, Romania, Spain, France, Ecuador, New Zealand, Denmark, the Netherlands, Sweden, Singapore.
1: Mm, we got all the uh, Slovakia. What yeah. you call them islands in uh, in the UK? Three sisters. You should know, ain't you? uh oh, hey man, I'm not a citizen uh, just you, yet. You a uh, top boy? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> <Pulse. laughs> <laughs> um,
0: badman. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> badman, man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Slovakia. What's Belgium. the
1: hierarchy on all the West Indian names, bro? Who's Who's uh, I
0: think top? Bodman top? Nah, nah. Bodman's number two. I think top Shata. Oh, because it's in the name. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> yeah, mystery solved. Yeah. Shout out to Slovakia, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Belgium, Italy, and Qatar, man. So, uh, yeah. Man, shout out to guitar man. I thought Spain was on here. Or did I already say it, man? I could have swore Spain was on here last week. The niggas dipped off. <laughs>
1: Spain got the fuck up out of here. <laughs> the
0: niggas took they listen back. No, no, no. Okay, I, I guess I said Spain already. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Spain, man. Y'all, the newest one. Shout out to Australia, man. A little percentage just you know creeping up, man. Hey, man. Hey, so shout out to y'all. So, um, yeah, man, we're back once again. I am Draft. I'm Sean Luke Picard. Yeah, we are the Wash Gods. Uh, Mm -hmm. Wash never washed up.
1: No limited exposures here in uh, solidarity.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. You're here in spirit, man. As we drink the spirits. Um, Shout out to Monday Night Brewing, man. I got my favorite beer right now, Dr. Robot. Yeah. Give y'all audio experience since y'all can't see this shit. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Don't worry, man. I'm still getting drunk. I know you're still worried. Like, man, it's, <laughs> now he can just fake get drunk. Like, he, he doesn't even have to do it now. He's on no we cam. don't
1: even see him getting yeah. fucked up. <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> Anybody can say crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that nigga says crazy shit all the time. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't you worry, man. We uh, in here uh, drinking Dr. Robot. Um, but yeah. Uh, How was your week? Ooh, my week been hella chill, man. Because, like, uh, did I tell my COVID story? I don't know if I did. Uh, I don't know if I did on the last pod, but I, I'll, I'll reenact it. Um, got back from London. Blabbed about, They, you know, my job was wondering why they couldn't hit me up. I was just like, I was out of town. Like, Where'd you go? I was like, I went to London. Was like, <gasps> I was like, man, I got tested yesterday. And they was like, man, I don't give a fuck, man. Go home. Go home for two weeks, basically. <laughs> so, uh. We got another two? two weeks off. Yeah, this the week two. I'm off until the 11th. So, okay. uh, my birthday's on the 10th. So, <laughs> so anybody wanna? Donate to the podcast. Mm. <laughs> cash App is drive ATL. Just send it straight to man dollar sign drive ATL. All Hurry right. up! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You like if you want to send me uh, yeah. money to get him a birthday gift, <laughs> hit me up on IG, man. I'll send you my cash app personally because it's my real name. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 man. So we'll we'll do it like that, bro. We'll but soon. send me money too. <laughs> His birthday is our birthday.
0: That's <laughs> the pod's birthday, but yeah, man, nah, my birthday coming up, so. Uh, we're just been trying to
1: enjoy the week, man. Uh, As you should, man. I and, think you've had a an eventful end of the year. It's funny because yeah. people whose birthday are always the beginning of the year. It's like, man, y'all got <laughs> so much weight on you, bro. It's a it was a new beginning when you were born in a lot of ways <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah, so,
0: yeah. It's like the new year, new beginnings, blah blah blah. I got a
1: homegirl. Her birthday is on the first. So. Yeah,
0: somebody I know birthday is on the first. I just saw it on Facebook. I was like, man. I'm I'm definitely not gonna hit this person, but uh, I hope they're not listening. Like, motherfucker, it was my birthday. Nigga, I was waiting (laughs) all night. This nigga got famous and changed. (laughs) Still going to London and shit? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, But shout out to whoever birthday that was. I saw on Facebook. Shout out to you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the week just been cool, bro. So I just been sitting around the crib, uh, watched a lot of documentaries. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but you know, more than I get to. (laughs) Enough. Uh, uh, I finally gave in to the fucking HBO Max shit, so, you know.
1: Maxing and relaxing. Yeah, yeah,
0: maxing and relaxing, dog. So, yeah, watched Shazam, watched The Vow, watched uh, the Heaven's Gate documentary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, just trying to, you know, been fucking with media, bought video games, so I've been on the Xbox and shit. Uh, nice. Considered copping the new shit, but I didn't. Pussy it out. Thank God. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Being like a real schlub, man, as they say. So, yeah, like just a lot of lazy shit. I I really... Everybody keeps asking me, like, what you gonna do for your birthday? And I'm just like, man, I don't know what people do. Like, I don't know what I could do that I would enjoy. I don't know if that's just me being like a curmudgeon or some shit. I think
1: uh, uh, people put a lot of weight on their birthday because like the new year, it's a a sign of new beginnings or an opportunity to celebrate new beginnings. And for most of us... uh, I think creatives you get the opportunity to start fresh every time you make some shit. so your outlook on doing something or becoming something is very different than the average person who just as focuses focuses on you know what i'm saying go to work come home yeah like this is a like, one celebration yeah, to me it. like doing
0: the pod is like a, a fun thing for me to do or working Man. on music is like a fun thing for me to do so like that's exciting to me so it's not necessarily I remember it was a nice little run where,
1: like, all our birthdays we spent in the studio. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There wasn't much for us to really celebrate if we were kind of in the midst of a project. And it was like that with a a lot of things on a lot of different levels. When it was Atlanta Got Sold, like, I never really celebrated my birthday. My goal was to try to just make sure we had shit going on that I could be busy doing something else. Like, an event could have my name attached to it or some sort of. uh, Content could be out with my name attached to it, so I think it just translates to making sure that you're uh, pushing the right things in the right directions at the point in time when you're able to look back and reflect on your life, whether it be a new year or a birthday or whatever.
0: Yeah, and you know, and I guess I've been doing that, but you know,
1: uh, well, you you've been recording, you're staying yeah, busy with yeah. Haze. You know what I mean? Not we necessarily. We've still been doing the pod, yeah. And talking not necessarily about it,
0: reflective shit necessarily though. You know, uh, I feel like I spend a lot of time reflecting in general, so it's like it's not really uh, end of the year type of thing for me or a mm-hmm. birthday thing. It's just like eh, I'm always I overthink, man. It's probably my one of my biggest issues. I don't know if there's a sweet spot of thinking, but I'm sure there is. So you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to underthink, but uh, I think
1: thinking is the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. You, you
0: Remove the the over. Yeah, yeah. You, you Remove the, the uh prefix. Yeah, yeah, prefix. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. But yeah, um so yeah, I guess preparing for my birthday, man, about to be uh even more washed. Mm-hmm. Um more of a an excuse to fucking put my pimp cup down, man. So I don't know, man. So, you know, I've been considering this, this whole big jump to London and shit. So we'll see how this shit goes Mm -hmm. um, in the next few months. If anything, it's just like, I want to like make my rounds around Atlanta and shit, but. It's weird outside. I don't even know where I like, where the rounds I would want to make.
1: And you got a weird time for your birthday. Like it's nothing really, all the holidays have passed. Like. If there was anything to really celebrate, it would just be your birthday. <laughs>
0: also, it's just like, I don't, I really feel like I got to the point where the city has become become like a rerun to me and shit. Like, it just, I don't, there's no new things happening, man.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, like being locked up, especially with, with quarantine and not everybody being outside or people having like restriction on accessibility like a lot of places won't let you sit down or like i also
0: feel like quarantine pulled me back to my natural state which is like homebody type person like, mm-hmm. so it's kind of been like that so it's like i've gotten so comfortable in this like living in my own little bubble it's like man, this shit ain't so bad man like i don't mm-hmm. need to really know everything i just need to know the things i need to know like all the like extra information i feel like sometimes me going out it's good because sometimes it gives me shit to write about just seeing the, seeing the city lights and shit. But traveling is good too. Very like true. But uh, sometimes the city is just inspiration in itself. Just being out, just feeling the vibes of the city. Like there's really no substitute for that, which is why I still try to like pick,
1: poke my head out now and again. But there is something to be said about like as far as your thought process. Too many cooks. Yeah, like you get you get a flood of opinions and ideas, and some of them start to overwhelm the ones you figured were your own. Based yeah. on you know what I'm saying, the number of people that you may be talking to at that particular time, or the the type of information they bring to you. Like I, as of late, I had a, I had, shout out swag. <laughs> I ran into him a few times over the past few weeks where we may not have been like potting or like planning on potting just no, because no, of the no, circumstances. No, okay. Not sure. Thank you. Uh but uh <clears throat> we had a conversation where like he was asking me about another friend of ours and I was like, Man, I don't know where this nigga at. And he was like, Man, I don't know, bro. I just got a bad feeling, bro. And you know so and so locked up. And I was just like, What? It's like nigga, every time I talk to this nigga, bro, somebody's in jail. <laughs> I was like, Yo, you must be the 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 goddamn some sort of whisperer. I don't know. The yeah. the, the jail whisperer. Yeah, like I, feel I don't know so what like- the- Sometimes. I don't know what that is, but it, it. I remember feeling like as soon as he called me and told me, "You remember when I told you so-and-so so someone answering the phone, locked up?" I'm like, "Nigga, that is scary, bro." I'm answering every one of your calls because <laughs> yeah. as soon as I don't answer, I might, man, I might be next. Yeah. <laughs> you the final destination of getting locked up, nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that shit is scary, man. But yeah, I think being outside of the whole spectrum like helps me my outlook because I feel like I'm, I'm sort of. Uh, Doom and gloom. I can be gloomy, I guess. It's what some people tell me.
1: It's hard. But uh it's hard being that way and associating with a, a lot of people because I yeah, realized that
0: because you, you start experiencing they. For me, I like. I, I feel like I experience their drama with them, even if I'm not in the situation. It's just the fact that I'm like. I know what's happening.
1: Very much so. It, it kind
0: of bothers me a little bit. So like. And then you to formulate psyche, your
1: own opinions and yeah about not, the
0: world and shit. Yeah. And sometimes I need to. I need to create my own world, in a sense. I had
1: that moment earlier this week, or probably last week, uh, more so than this week, um, because somebody told me some crazy shit, basically, like this uh, person who will remain nameless uh, was talking to me about my reaction to other people's accomplishments specifically theirs, but it kind of got summed up into my response to most people's accomplishments. Cause I mean, this person I was talking to, like she has an idea of what I got going on. And we talk about the things that I do with the people that I fuck with on a regular basis. And uh, she was just telling me like, yeah, like I really feel like, like you always put yourself in, you always tend to compare yourself to what other people have going on. And it makes you sort of jaded and I was I can agree the one thing I didn't agree with was the fact that I'm not happy for my friends like I'm genuinely happy for my friends depending on what they're doing but in the context of like me being enthused about it it's really based on what I'm interested in and what I'm not uh, and I had, to, I had to talk to Vince about it because I was like bro do I come across like a nigga who's not like genuinely happy for the success of my friends. Like, do I come across as I'm like, like?
0: I mean, what do you define success?
1: An, How do you define an success? accomplishment? Like anything that you do that you're happier about, and you call somebody and you're like, yo, guess what? I explain the whole story. Like, he, he, you know, you know what it's like for us to socialize because you're a little bit, you're a step behind me. But we've had this conversation on the pod two before. Like. People around me who may not necessarily be around us in the same space because we're rarely like together like that unless we're doing some shit tend to think I'm the antisocial one, <laughs> and yeah. it's funny to me because I'm like yo around my circle of friends nigga I'm the the more outgoing individual. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say so. And it's a uh, it's funny to me because this person was telling me about an event that they were DJing, and she was telling me um. Like yeah, uh, this rapper was there, and I was I was like, I was so excited because I was like, oh shit, they listened to my set, and I was like, well, it's Atlanta, bro, and it's a, it's a show. Like he a rapper, like that's Atlanta. I was like, yo, it sound like Atlanta shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess it came across like I didn't give yeah. a fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and
1: I, and I and I did, but no, no. I, had,
0: I hear both sides of the shit. I've yeah.
1: heard this conversation um a, a few times. And I've always said, like yo, as far as Atlanta's concerned, the one thing I'm not impressed by is celebrity, because most of these niggas be lame. If I know you and you do something dope,
0: it's mostly cap too. Like yeah, so it's like I mean, you know, it's tricky because I feel like we're jaded because we we know we we've been out here for a second, so we kind of know like even I mean yeah, a motherfucker can hear you said or do whatever, and it's like that shit don't mean really nothing. Really, you
1: know, at the end of the day, it's really about the money. And with DJing, like. She's a great DJ. She's booked. She's been booked every week since the pandemic, unless she showed. Since the pandemic started and and before, and she's only been DJing like since the beginning of twenty twenty. So she don't need any kudos for me. It's like, yo, the check, I think the check speaks for itself. But if I was to commend anybody for doing anything, it's getting money out of this shit because a lot of people just go out here and try to be cool and kick it with niggas and end up spinning their wheels and never getting no bread. Like, for anybody who's a success at navigating the social circles of Atlanta, like, the one thing that you should be focused on is the check. All the other shit is just icing on the cake. Um, But it was... was I have an
0: opinion about The whole... uh, Fuck. (laughs) I tried to fucking get out of this shit, but they keep fucking pulling Pulling me me back back in. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. All right. Uh, Fucking Carlito. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Uh, The sexy DJ culture, man. I feel like a conversation got to be had about that because if I was a male DJ... And, you know, I would feel a certain way Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like hiring a go-go dancer and a DJ at once. It's like you can kind of save your money and shit because you kind of got the eye candy and the DJ, because sometimes you need like bottle girls and all that shit. I mean, it just adds more decoration. Like and then and at the end of the day when niggas wanna go to the club it's like who they wanna wanna see? Like, yeah, they niggas don't want to no like, nigga like no matter how dope the DJ yeah. is, like, nigga, it could be my favorite DJ, but Yeah,
1: I'm there for bitches. Yeah.
0: Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> drinks are cool. <laughs> all that other shit yeah. is cool, but niggas go out for bitches. Like one thing and one thing. I mean real one thing and one thing only, because if we doing drinks, bro, I can call my niggas up. Bro, I can get a bottle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save hell of money, bro. We can get food, nigga. We can watch the game, nigga. We can have more fun.
1: Nigga. <laughs> and I can go to sleep.
0: Yeah, <laughs> go to sleep, nigga. Safe and sound, nigga. Yeah, I don't Everybody have to worry about twelve. Yeah, I ain't gotta worry about being shit, bro. driving home. None nigga, of that we shit. We taking these risks for the bitches. Like, yeah. if you want to just want to keep it real, so it's like, That's not like just you saying niggas? that women DJs aren't talented because I think there's a lot of dope uh, female DJs in the cities. Uh, shout out to. Uh,
1: DJ High Key, yeah. shout out. Oh, uh, so
0: I guess. Oh, so
1: shout
0: um, out. Um, yeah. <laughs> RIP Speaker Fox. Yeah, RIP uh,
1: Speaker Fox.
0: Yeah, but yeah, man, you know, and I'm sure there's others that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't be out like that. So apologies to the apologetic.
1: I can't remember her DJ name, but I know Shalane is a pretty dope DJ. I've been to a couple of her sets. Uh, but yeah, shout I out Shalane.
0: I think DJ Miss Milan is kind of dope too.
1: Yeah, DJ Miss Milan is dope. I've yeah, heard her yeah, name before. Yeah,
0: yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. I don't think she's from Atlanta though. But either way, um, yeah, man. So I do think it's it's tricky. And I like, but back to the original point, like because we've been in the city for so long, like we, like you said, we know like all that. Like, where smoke is not always fire. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like it'd be a lot of smoke in the city, but no fire. Like you said, the money is really the fire. Yeah, nigga, Unless you, and even with the money shit, like you know, the industry is you know the industry is an industry man so like I think I also feel like most people have a cartoonish idea of what pursuing the entertainment industry is it's like somebody's gonna hear your shit and they are be like hey man you know that new sound we've been looking for it's like, <laughs> listen to this it's like a fucking Jimmy I.V. fucking hops out of seat hey, and like the seat I wanna give you a million dollars for this shit <laughs> like, like everybody's just watching Get Rich or Die trying but what's funny is and what and I have shit. realized
1: is that to your point, sexy DJs have more opportunities like that. Like, yeah, like, yo, what's your name? I got some money for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I think that that's a... It is what it is It's just yeah. like women in retail Like yeah, I think yeah, if sure. somebody If I walk up to a guy And I'm like This t-shirt is dope It'd be like Yeah yeah Whatever nigga yeah. fuck away from me But if it's but it, like, if Man it's, that look good on you yeah, man yeah. Like damn you killing it I'm like yeah Let me see if I can get you Some pants to go yeah. with it <laughs> Alright <laughs> like, Well Alright Try it on yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah But now <laughs> If you fucking it, with yeah. it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And that's just That's Tale as old as time Yeah 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 so, I mean, it's not that, not to
0: say that men obviously we live in a fucking patriarchy and men are dominant blah blah blah, but you know, there are you know, there are advantages. All women and all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too and shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: but there are advantages to being an attractive woman like that's undeniable. So mm-hmm. like, you know, and it, it definitely encompasses the DJ culture and then it make it you know, any kind of entertainment. Well, anything in life, man. Mm-hmm. At the end of the, I think I heard this on a podcast recently. Someone said, like, yo, the most valuable thing in the world is beauty. It's like, you can kind of create it. I mean, they're getting better at this shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Kim Kardashian and the mm-hmm. Kardashian family. Mm-hmm.
1: But... Shout out, Doctor Miami.
0: It, like when a bad bitch walk in the room, the energy just shift, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what's happening, nigga. Like, nigga,
1: the room, uh, yeah. The train, yeah. nigga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nigga, anywhere. If bad bitches in the in the building, bro. Uh, the energy switch. Jail. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> bad nigga. bitch walk in to jail. <laughs> Watch some niggas perk nigga. up and pay attention.
0: Nigga, what? Or it's gonna be a fucking, fucking. Massacring that bitch, but fight. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pause. Yeah, pause. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, man. So I do think we, we get jaded because, like, shit, we've been through this shit a million mm-hmm. times and met everybody in the fucking city, man. Everybody say you're dope, and they don't be beep out shit, man. But that's not to say that you can't make it and shit, man. No, I think pushing. it.
1: I, I think it's a. It's a lot. Your chances are that much higher. Like, there's a lot of things that I feel like women do get the shorter end of the stick on in the corporate world but in the entertainment world I feel like it's a it can be even split if you do have an appeal and the the talent is offset by the opportunities created by your look and the um, harder
0: take would be maybe we, no one will ever say this but I'm gonna say it <laughs> I'll start off with men first <laughs> It's difference of being a man and being a like a fucking uh, a Denzel or whoever you think is the man or you fucking you know Trey Songz or some shit I don't know whatever whoever the bitches think is sexy you know what I mean <laughs> It's difference between a regular guy and that guy so it's the difference of be like just in life re- regardless talented or untalented skilled or unskilled mm-hmm. crazy or not crazy nigga you just gonna be I remember like. It was this like whole shit that went viral about a nigga in jail and like his like mug shot went viral because like all the bitches were going crazy. It's like some light-skinned nigga with blue eyes or some shit. Yeah. I and like that. he ended up being a model when he got out. like Felon he... Bay, I think. Yeah. They were calling him. <laughs> so it's like, bro, if you're attractive, people like
1: nigga, he... nobody
0: even looked at his rap
1: sheet. yeah <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> <It's> a child
0: Yeah, <laughs> rape, child. Blah, blah. Like, Come on, nigga. Let's I remember it being a thing because
1: he got home. And did the first thing like most jail niggas do and just get like, like a you know what I'm this. saying? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the type. Oh, <laughs> <bad. Yeah>. <laughs> 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 I know a jail nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was like, yeah, that's what jail niggas do, bro. I was yeah, like it sound about sure. right on par. You don't know no better. <laughs>
0: That nigga's trying to get in something. Jeremy
1: Meeks was his yeah, name. Yeah, okay. Shout
0: out to shout out to Jay Meeks. Yeah. Jay Meeks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout out Jay Meeks. Yeah, he, yeah, but man. now, this is, apparently he's got a billionaire for a girlfriend. Oh, stop, mm. Oh no, he split. Never mind. Uh, hopefully he got something out of there. Heiress Chloe Green.
0: Yeah, I'm sure she kept that nigga lace.
1: Mm. I mean.
0: It's, just to go out with a billionaire? Yeah, yeah. It's like,
1: got to be something. I'm sure it wasn't just his personality. Because in what other situation does a niggas fel- ain't going to Applebee's
0: either? Like yeah. they, they, he got treated. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. In what other scenario does a felon get the opportunity to date a billionaire? This isn't. He's probably wouldn't have been top pick on Match.com.
0: Exactly. But mm. yeah, that beauty shit is. This is like overpowering thing. So like when they say like yo, you know, the conversation would be like. Yeah, women have it hard, but I mean. It depends on the environment. Yeah, the regular
1: women have it hard. A polar bear bear might have unique problems in Miami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, I also think that (laughs) if he's on the beach (laughs) full of people, then niggas might be all right as far as eating. (laughs) Like, he's going to (laughs) eat. A polar bear (laughs) might not be as bad as you may think he may be in that environment just because it's not his normal environment. But. I think that you adapt, and one of the things that I'm proud of, at least with most entertainers at this stage of the game, uh, with the quarantine, whatever opportunity you have in order to diversify your platform and your skill set, like do. Um, a lot of rappers have been jumping out there. I shout out to Ricky. I was kicking it with him earlier. He just oh, dropped a this shit, too.
0: I, I peeked into the, uh, the battle. Ricky had shout out to, shout out to I can't remember the chick's name. She was dope too
1: though. Uh Brion the
0: Don. Yeah, Brianna Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. But uh dope little battle on Clubhouse, man. Keep it up. This yeah. nigga Ricky always putting out content, man. This
1: nigga's the busiest man. Yeah. <laughs> busiest man in show business. Hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah. This nigga had uh a song out with us. Um, Game Time premiered on 2K this week, which is dope because I think they he cut the song, sent it to him, and they uploaded it onto the new TK, 2K uh, right in time for uh, the PS5 drop. So, yeah, Ricky's found an angle on every uh, facet of music lately, um, whether it be uh, multimedia platforms like Clubhouse or uh, another social multimedia platform, NBA 2K now. Or it just be putting out music. This thing got a reggaeton song in the cut. So it's, I can't say that. What was the phrase? That, uh, I think it's a rapper, boy. What's the, what's the phrase? Uh, I just said it twice and I forgot it that fast. But uh, necessity is the father of innovation. Yeah. And we've gotten to a point now where if you do music and you really are pushing out, or if you're just a creative in general and you are really trying to put out content, you're going to have to innovate. Um,
0: yeah, part of me was like, when you were talking about being away from each other, another thing I did this week was like, try to work on music and it's like, I wanted to like do a project where I'm just not, I'm not so in tune with what's going on. I'm mm-hmm. just making shit that I like. Not so much like, I feel like every album I made, I was like, oh yeah, this this is, like I'm doing what I like. I mean, even with civil rights shit, I think we do what we want. But it even took us a, a, time, a process to yeah. get to there, you know what I'm saying? We were so, talking about that with Illa. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like trying to get back to that point of like, oh yeah, let me just... I've taken in so much music, I feel like within the decades and shit. Now, I
1: mean... And there's a thing to be said about that. There's a
0: sound where we can start create, you know, creating the sound more so than...
1: Because like I know said, Ricky was telling me the one of the nights we were sitting down kicking it. I was just going through music i have been listening to because I've said on, on here before, I... I I, I do listen to a lot of music and I do try to take in a lot of material. I think mostly because mm, I'm I'm one of those people who if I'm if I'm awake, I kind of got to have my mind occupied with something. Um, But I'm letting him hear the music I've been listening to and he's like, bro, I don't listen to shit for real. Like, I don't really listen to shit. Like, I listen to stuff that may drop on the internet or my nigga shit, but a lot, and I'm talking about years, not even just the shit that I was talking about on the podcast. I mean, like back, we haven't, like I think we mentioned on the last pod, we having a conversation about Roy Ayers and he's just like, nigga, who the fuck is this nigga? He knew. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so so I think it is something to be said about being a creative and kinda of hitting the woodshed and doing your own thing so you can kind of weed out your ideas and thought process from everybody else's. Yeah, um, yeah. You end up rapping about uh Marches and politics and Black Lives Matter yeah, and shit, yeah, yeah. and like, like, I'd you rather, get stuck in that cycle. Yeah, you or you get or you you drop a song and you hit and now you just that rapper like you never got a chance to get your own ideas out. It's kind of like the Trinidad James effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, and it's not even a sense of not trying to make a single or make a single or whatever the case is. It's just like a sound thing for me. It's just like sometimes. <sighs> You just listen to so much shit, that shit just sneaks into your shit, mm-hmm. like whether it's on purpose or on accident. So I've been trying to just take time to listen to, if I'm listening to music, it's just like classic shit, just like not even, you know, classic shit to me. It doesn't even, not necessarily just reasonable doubt and fucking mm-hmm. ready to die and all that bullshit that people say, but just classic, you know, all, all the shit that I really like and just home in on that and just, you know. Spit out whatever the fuck I come up with. I don't know where the fuck we came from that. Oh, uh, uh, my week. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, My
1: week was cool though. Uh, the other half of my week is most of my weeks are split up between like the shit that I f- experience in like a personal space when I'm off work, which is this half, and then the shit that I experience at work. Uh, if anybody's been listening to the pod, you know that life for me has been eventful, <laughs> uh, but uh, and not in the best way, <laughs> not in a good way either. Every, every day above ground is a good one yeah but it's been better <laughs> uh but uh to that to that adage uh we had a change at my job i guess i kind of got a promotion and, and i was telling somebody bing, earlier bing, this bing, week bing. uh thank you uh, a round of applause <laughs> um i always seem to get get promoted to captain of a sinking ship uh, so like the beginning of not last this week but the last week after our last recorded pod, uh, my mom, the owner of the restaurant walks in and is like yeah so our head chef quit, <laughs> and I woke up that morning like on the edge of, I feel like having a panic attack like I, I talked about it I think maybe on the pod or off the pod with y'all and Taji specifically just like you I, I do this thing every once in a while usually at the beginning of the week where I. I'm just think I'm just emotionally wound up, so I wake up, my heart will be racing fast. Like I have to really think my way out of out of bed because I feel like there's some sort of existential dread following me. Mm-hmm. And when I got to work, it had it. it I felt I that way. I had
0: that energy when I'm about to walk into work. I don't know why I'm just like that. So all right. it I am. becomes I, a big ass group of people that I don't necessarily yeah, fuck with. Yeah,
1: or just just the the things I may interact with in the day. Like, working in the kitchen, is it's always uh, a surprise what happens. Um, but it, it helps that you kind of enjoy it and it's not work, so I'm able to process the stress a little better. But it, because I think it was on a Monday and the last time I felt this way it was sort of a Monday, I think it has something to do with going through the weekend and coming down and having to look at the beginning of my week, like, shit, here we go again. Yeah. Um, but when I got to work, she tells me, yeah, our head chef quit. Nice. Um, and I felt like... even though it was kind of fucked up it was almost a sigh of relief because I felt like oh okay this was the thing I was waiting for this was the other shoe I was waiting to fall Um, and uh, as I'm starting my day we have another quick meeting and they're like yeah Um, so now that our head chef is gone we're looking at possibly (laughs) selling the company (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself like fuck (laughs) so as soon as I I I realized that. It's like, yo, the opportunity that I was going to make for myself to have more responsibility and more control in the kitchen is pretty much going to be short-lived unless we make it through the next few months. Uh,
0: London Bridge is falling.
1: Man. And when it falls, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it pours. (laughs) That's a better take. It all falls down. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) Let's go with that. Um, but I'm excited though, cause I have been able to do a lot of different things that I've i just it's been dope to be in charge and have a little bit more responsibility. Um, I they've been fucking up soup all week, uh, so no soup for you, no soup for you, boy, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody's been there. Like it's really just been me and the people who either work the line or the front in the kitchen and all the prep, a lot of the prep. Let me say that a lot of the prep and the soup been on me and we've been fucking up soup all week because everybody's been distracted and ironically business has been good but the responsibility of doing the day-to-day activities kind of has to be like you got to be on top of it or else once you get behind you in the weeds for the rest of the week if not month depending on what you got going on um and i got that shit right so it was a minor victory and uh it wasn't Something that I felt like I couldn't do, but it was dope to be able to get it done when it had been such an issue previously. Like I've been telling people, like yo, a lot of my pride is built in my accomplishments and the things I'm able to do, and the lack of.
0: I think that's most people.
1: Man, I think for well, for me, I base a lot of it on it. Don't have you right? It don't because nah, right, a, a lot of people are like, material. if you don't have if you don't have money, like niggas look at it like thing. you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Niggas look at you like, yeah, yo, what the fuck are you doing? But. They can't do shit when you actually ask them to do something or or yeah, like what have they done or or what do you like? do for yourself like how what can you create on your own it's the the answers are few and far between so uh, i uh, being a person of few means <laughs> I think most of my pride is built in the ability to do shit um
0: I say you measure a man by his stories
1: mm, and on that note <laughs> 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 I made soup this week <laughs> I did a damn good job nigga (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it man Uh, I'm I'm trying to feel my way through this time period and uh, absorb as much positivity as I can going into this year I don't want to be all like heavy but my wash moment is kind of like realizing I just can't do the same shit I used to do when I was younger. Um and back
0: in the day and I don't mm, know. Not a kid mm, anymore. <laughs>
1: was a kid again. I don't <laughs>
0: but <laughs> I do man. I was thinking about that shit, I guess. Oh go on. I'll let you finish your wash. Nah. Moment, uh, but,
1: yeah. I, if we're going into the wash moments. Uh yeah a wash moment, I tried to get tree on New Year's. Um got a bottle. I I've I been drinking a lot this week. Stress myself. Uh, but I, I went to go get tree and uh in the in the bazaar that is Atlanta, Atlanta's drug market, I end up with a bag of beans, a bag of ecstasy. New Year's Eve. Oh shit, it's lit! <laughs> it's lit, right? Shit. I'm looking at it like, eh. kicked. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> I ain't even shit. popped yet, and I'm yeah. sweating. But uh. One time okay. I did that shit, I ain't feel nothing though. Yeah, and when you, but when you do, <laughs> and, but I, I think I did too much, man. I ended up having, I ended up having the nervous breakdown that was looming, which I was, a like how bad was it, like like an acid trip bad? Yeah, it's that bad. It was that bad. That's like I, I was in the shower. I was just in the shower, just in cold water, just yeah, just trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, trying to figure it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to work my way out, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I do, I do think that um, I ended up selling them later, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. He didn't but, even have it. Yeah, I didn't have them. This is yeah. this, this story is completely made up. Uh, but um, I ended up getting rid of them, and I was just like, "Yo, I, it didn't mean shit to me." Like, it wasn't like I remember. There was a point in time, even with weed, like or alcohol, if I had it, I wouldn't just give it away, like unless I really knew you, and, and not for anything cheap. Now it was just like, man, this shit ain't for me. I have no attachment to it. Like, it could, it could, I could honestly lose it and not care about it at this time. That's how I feel
0: about material things at this point. Yeah. Even though I love, I've been fucking copping more shit than ever. But at the same time, it's like, man, this shit really don't mean nothing, man. Cause you
1: can't take it with you. Like,
0: or it's just like, uh, I don't wanna say this mushy shit, but man, it's nothing to no comparison to like, you know, the human interaction part of life, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so many things. <laughs> got to tell you. Nah, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> afraid
1: I don't know how.
0: Hey man, it's, um, yeah, it's no comparison to like uh you know what I'm saying? You Real already,
1: experiences in general. I would I the trip to London Probably had to be ten pair of shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It had yeah, to be, for sure, man. It had to be at least three fits.
0: <laughs> it's just being every, yeah. Stay a good week too. You know what I mean? Right. Like full seven days was just yeah. It was like yeah. I compared to yeah. I mean, I I got Yeezys while I was there, but like shit, the trip was the was the fucking gift. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the shit. Like that was oh all right, yeah. That was the shit, man. So. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess I can get into my wash moment. Um, I guess what, like uh, uh, what Sean was talking about. Um, this nigga just went and take a piss. If y'all wonder, while I'm speaking about him in second person or some shit, I don't know. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the fucking. Well, yeah, my wash moment. I guess would be. Yeah, I was sitting... Because my birthday is coming up, I was just sitting back thinking, like, damn, I kind of want to be young again, yo. I wasted my fucking childhood, yo. I could have did so much dope shit. Yo, I was sitting around being sad, and I mean, I really couldn't figure shit out as a kid. So like, I felt like I wasted my childhood. When I hear other people speak about their childhood, it just seems, like, way more doper than my shit was. <laughs> Not to make the shit all sad, but, um... Yeah, man. So, um... Yeah, turning a certain age that I'm not going to mention on the podcast. Just had me going back through childhood. Like, damn, bro. i just been... Damn, bro. Like, ah, fuck. I'm old now. You just stuck like this. Once you turn a certain age, you just fucking stuck. <laughs> it's like, damn, you can't really... That's the guy fucking Times Arrow keeps fucking marching on and shit. But, yeah, man. Um, I guess it's my wash moment. Um this nigga while this nigga takes a piss I guess let's talk some sports um, shout out to the Sixers man we're 6-1 uh, and one right now number one in the east man so shout out to Ben Simmons and the whole Philly clan I'm from Atlanta but I'm a Philly fan so shout out to y'all niggas um, shout, shout out to the Hawks too shout out to Allen Iverson man I wear these braids for you dog in solidarity <laughs> you know what I'm saying push your yeah. T too All the Braid Clan. But anyway, uh, yeah. My watch moment basically uh, was just wanting to be young again, man. Just realizing I'm stuck like this. Well, oh, yeah, I'm just an adult now. Like, Mm -hmm. like, this is just what it is. Like, when I see kids, sometimes I'm so like. That's why I, I feel like I wonder if all adults think like this. But when I see kids, I forget that I'm an adult. Like sometimes, like, I, yeah. like I'm like, damn, man, like that. They, they look at me like, like an adult and shit. Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I'm saying? Now I'm like, supposed to have shit together. Yeah, like yeah, I heard, supposed- that, I heard that shit on a podcast today where they were talking about like, <laughs> they're talking about seeing people from high school. They're like, yo, I see all my old friends from high school, and I'm like, look at all these old ass niggas forgetting I'm the same age. <laughs> like, yo. And I think I think there is something to be said about looking the part. Like some niggas. Some niggas grow up and then they look grown up. You see yeah, them niggas doing brunch. Yeah. They got they got brunch boots on and shit. Yeah. These niggas always doing button ups. Like, yeah. it's one nigga that I remember anytime I go to the department store, like, he be in a full suit. Like, he be in a full suit, yeah. three piece, like, yeah. and jumping up and down to all the trap music and dress shoes. And I was like, oh, like, this nigga's embracing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I and I salute Respect him. Mine. Like, yeah. Respect but, I, I i've always had a thing i guess coming up from my background like i always felt like i was more mature than most people my age just off my lifestyle like i knew it i knew how to tie a tie early like since i was like seven i've known how to like get a suit cut and measured like i knew what size i wore like all that shit as i got older i started being like Yo, i don't want to do this anymore some shit. Yeah, yeah. some shit that vic lloyd said was like like being an entrepreneur means not wearing a suit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I don't want to. I'm showing up to business meetings and sweats and flip flops if I want colorful yeah, shit yeah, yeah. all all the time. And we're gonna yeah. talk. We're gonna talk money. Like yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it's yeah, gonna be with sure. the people you wish you were in the room with. But yeah. I'm just gonna be myself because that's what got me here. So it's gonna work. it's 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 gonna be what keeps me here eventually. And yeah. I, I I have no, I'm I'm trying to find a happy medium between. The aesthetics that attracted me to the type of lifestyle that we have, and the the type of personality I need in order to to be able to assimilate somewhat, like not to the point where I lose my identity, but to the point where I'm not a either a, a, a eyesore or a threat. Like I don't come across as a threat.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's tricky because it's like.
1: Or get successful on my own and opt out entirely. But yeah. <laughs> until we get to that point, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's about finding balance for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the trick to adulthood. Like, that scene in Sorry to Bother You where, <laughs> where... I also heard
0: a really dope quote. It's like, artists are just kids that are just, you know, people that never grew up. So that's fair i don't also i don't want to really lose the childishness about myself that's why i watch cartoons play video games and shit like i like like that part of myself you know like, i don't i, I see it like, like the way other people fight so hard to like get to a certain aesthetic sometimes and i like man that, that, like to me the number one maybe not number one but one of my main things is like like it's like yeah let me make sure i'm having a good time because once the shit is over, like, most of the shit, all of the shit that we care about is not going to matter. Like, yeah. as I say on every other fucking podcast, like, try to live life based on death. So, yeah, man. Like, I guess it is a happy medium of, like, you know, looking, the, maybe not looking ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, look at this old-ass nigga mm-hmm. trying to look cool and <laughs> shit. But also, like, man, I mean... That's what makes me feel good. I don't know, it's tricky, man. I thought about this shit today too. I like I was looking up Kumo D for some reason. And uh, <laughs> was there's like a picture of him and he had this like old school ass leather hat, like mm-hmm. one of the you know, like a leather trench like he looked mm-hmm. like the eighties and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he probably think that shit's still fire, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like <laughs> you
1: pull that shit out every other year. I don't know, I feel like he dressed like that all the time, but How often do you get to wear a leather trench, bro? (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? This nigga dressed like Blade, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Dressed
0: like (laughs) Shad. But yeah, man, I'm just like, I don't know what the the happy medium is. I don't want to ever look like that. But also, like, damn, man, I mean, also, like, shit, man.
1: Yeah, when niggas is wearing spacesuits, they gonna look back at sweats and uh and, like, and hoodies just... and be like, "Look at these bum ass niggas! <laughs> what the fuck do they have on?" Mm-hmm.
0: But um, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. Uh, uh wash moments. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was the wash moments. Um, mm-hmm. um,
1: we can talk about the world at large. Um, yeah, yeah. Once again, fuck America. Uh, <laughs> these have been my sentiments since I don't know episode three, <laughs> at least. Um, uh,
0: shout out to America, man but uh fans listening i love you
1: the the whites is whitening it up in capital or in the capital yeah Um,
0: this past yesterday i want to say they've been trying to uh, i guess you know they're trying to block this whole joe biden shit coming into office and Mm -hmm. and i'm sure they're pretty tight because georgia turned blue and it looks like liberals will have control of the house or some shit like democrats Yeah, yeah, Democrats, liberals. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're not the same.
1: Yeah, it's not the same at cousins. all. Cousins. Yeah. Um, I don't even uh, think they're cousins. I think Democrats at this stage of the game are probably more like Republicans, just appealing to a more liberal audience. I don't think they're... I mean, they're the most liberal of choices. I don't think they're the more liberal of choices based on their decision-making. I think that they just like to make it seem that way. Like they They endorse people of color who support an agenda that other Democrats who aren't, People of color who have no intentions on supporting people of color, um, basically passed down to them so that they can give the information to their people. It's the same shit to be happening at work. You send a nigga to give bad news. Like.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, um, you
0: know, that's just politics in general. I don't blame mm-hmm. either side. But uh, yeah, man, so I'm sure they're super tight about all this shit. They uh, stormed the Capitol. Yeah. Uh, like
1: Woodstock out there.
0: I guess DC, right?
1: Yeah, yeah Capitol yeah. building.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, ran in there. Apparently, four people died, I believe it Four total. Probably. Uh I know, they, I know, I know they one said lady got one shot. lady got shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, people were amping her up, trying to tell her to bust through the door. I guess she busted the door and got, got Man, popped, got got, got, got blasted, got hit with the one time for the yeah. one time. Um, so R.I.P. to her. Um, R.I.P. to, I guess, everybody, <laughs> yeah. it's not just her. <laughs> Anybody who died, yeah, R.I.P. to her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um. Yeah, man, I really don't have a lot of opinions about this because you know, as you say, "fuck America." I just say America is gonna America. So uh, <laughs> back to the uh, the double, the the words <laughs> explaining the word with the, the definition the, of the, yeah, the yeah, definition yeah. of the word with the word. Yeah, that. So yeah, yeah, America is gonna America, bro. Like I mean, this you no know, form follows function, bro. This this is what America does, bro. That's we true everything creates itself. Like I mean, this shit. Not everything can create create itself, but uh. We created this. Like we watched this shit create, like happen. Like when you keep stirring up, fucking two opposite sides. Like um, it makes me reconsider. Like the fucking uh civil war, like maybe like the fucking publications were dividing, people. Like well, maybe it was just like, I mean, media always exists in like different forms of fashion, whether mm-hmm. it's like the paper or whatever. Like I wonder like who was pulling the strings back back then to influence public opinion? Because it kind of feels like we're like. It sounds ridiculous, but man. I mean, I don't know if it'd be a civil war quite because I ain't fighting no motherfucking body. For shit. <laughs> I don't even have a side. Fight Who the to leave, fight, nigga. Boy, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> fuck with these niggas neither. Nigga, we <laughs> fighting to the goddamn planes. <laughs> Where are the planes at, nigga?
1: Last uh, yeah, one.
0: Can I have it? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so, um, it was crazy, though, man. I mean,. Not that crazy to me, cause I'm like, man, white people being fucking crazy, they shoot up schools and do all kind of blow themselves up. And I think do all it's cr- of ridiculous shit that
1: I would I mean. I think it's crazy because us as a black it, nation would never do. I think it's crazy because I, I, it's not that crazy. That's the part about it that's wild to me. As I said, my Baghdad
0: take, man. It's like, I mean, I mean, we hear about it in other places and we don't really blink an eye at it. Niggas just sit here and be like, oh shit, bombs in Baghdad. Nigga, Andre made a song about it. Just dance
1: to shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, one of the songs I thought about during this whole time, I'm watching that shit and I'm in my mind, I'm hearing Streets on Fire by Lupe. Oh, yeah. And I'm just That's thinking like one. death is on the tip of her tongue yeah. <laughs> and pain is at the end of her fingers. Yeah. Man, streets on Fire. And watching them storm the Capitol building and run through and take man, out this shit. The whole
0: pandemic has been just Streets on Fire. Man. Yeah. It's like, the madness, the sadness, whatever the other lines are and shit. <laughs> but yeah, just ridiculous shit going on. And I guess maybe, that, maybe I'm desensitized to the whole thing because I'm just like, oh, shit, great maybe shit We happens. all
1: are to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you, you avoid the news for so long. When it sneaks up on you and shows you some shit and you get captivated by it, I think it hits a little bit harder that's because we're not posted in front of our TVs like we used to be. Um, it used to be a thing where we'd come home and watch the news just to see what was going on. Now we get constant updates. Yeah, we get constant upt- updates. It's a 24-hour news cycle that will supply us with everything from sports to bullshit. Um, mostly bullshit. Mostly bullshit. Sports and bullshit. Uh, sport, and the bullshit with the sports. Yeah, Even the sports is bullshit. Yeah, sports, And now, <laughs> and now <laughs> when it becomes something real, we end up feeling... Empty, like the, the Patrice O'Neal joke, where it's like, you I, I don't know if I suffer like everybody else, but I'm watching the news trying to give a fuck." Like I'm just looking at it, trying to give a fuck, and uh, it's it's sad to me because I almost
0: feel like giving a fuck is the trap.
1: It is the trap, but it's, sa- it's sad. It's sad to me because I, I feel giving a fuck goes in or not giving a fuck falls in two areas where like, you're not giving a fuck you're not giving a fuck and you're content with whatever outcome happens or you don't give a fuck because you feel helpless and feeling helpless it, it is a process it's like grieving like you got to get to a point where you no longer give a fuck because you either care about something else or you decided to completely let it go and because we all here and we're all in it you can't completely let it go like you just have to figure out a way to maneuver and i, I think it, having conversations with whites who see this shit, or even people in general who see this shit and have varying opinions, let you know exactly where they stand on this issue. And I'm, I'm enjoying, not enjoying, I'm, I'm content not having an opinion, so to speak. Like I don't really care either way. I just do see the discrepancies between the way police treat people who are protesting for like the defunding of the police or whatever. Um, the whole 400 years cop thing, killer, though, yeah. like, you know,
0: like I don't think, you know, I don't even think it's a, reason why I say giving a fuck is a trick, because it's like, the whole, you said it's a process to get to not giving a fuck, like, the process has been 400 years long, man, like, mm. I think we gave a fuck for so long, and it's just like, maybe we gotta try some new shit out, man, maybe we just not give a fuck, Yeah, just let them figure it out, man. Maybe just leave or some shit. I've been saying on hella podcast. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just leave and let them figure it out, nigga. Like, I mean, we've been giving a fuck for so long, bro. I don't know what. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, there's been progress. I mean, I don't even progress is always even a just funny relative, word. Yeah. yeah. Like, what does that even mean, really? Because because
1: like, the gap, the thing about America is the the gap between the gap. Let's just say the gap between all things can only be but so large. Uh, 'Cause you do end up getting a, a coup. The thing that that this is the reason why this is interesting is because it's not people who are disadvantaged. Like it's not people who have been downtrodden or like abused by society. It's people who've been inconvenienced. And because they've been inconvenienced, they felt strongly enough to storm a Capitol building.
0: I also think it's like a lot like um what was this shit? Occupy Wall Street. Mm-hmm where it's like a lot of people that kind of have the same idea, but none of the motherfuckers ain't there for the same thing. One motherfucker's mad because he got to wear masks. The other motherfucker's mad because Joe Biden. Somebody else is mad because fucking, I don't know, it's the, the, the country is becoming too black. You know what I mean? Like
1: No white people look like Black Lives Matter.
0: Yeah, I just think it's just a mess of like sort of the same idea, but I'm sure if they interview each person one by one, they would all have something different to say yeah. like why they're there.
1: Motherfuckers look like they were celebrating a Stanley Cup Win yeah. like like it didn't look like a protest, it just looked like some bullshit. They didn't have any chance. I didn't hear none of that. I just heard motherfuckers screaming and arguing, flagged, and them screaming Trump 2020.
0: Yeah, it yeah, wasn't even really demanding anything, you know what I mean? Like, they don't even
1: they were trying to stop the, the electoral co- college from tallying the rest of the votes, and, and that's what that's the reason they stormed the Capitol building. Um, it didn't work. They finished but county votes like, today.
0: What, what, how?
1: And but it was it was essentially just to to it's, show it's, the it's world simil- yeah, that symbolic. they could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like civil unrest shows that y'all aren't in charge. Yeah. And whereas if they if these were black people, um, they would have been shot at the steps. <laughs> yeah. These motherfuckers made it inside to the point where they got off with shit, and then they filed right out. Like it's it's videos of police helping people down the steps, which I think is just kind of like a finger in the eye to black America. You just see how they're interacting with these uh, protesters, quote-unquote, and you can compare it to anybody who's been to a march.
0: Someone would say that isn't that the progress?
1: Who? Who would say that?
0: (laughs) Someone would say that, hey, you want the police to treat people better, right? That's what they're doing. (laughs) You just... (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's yeah, what a, a white yeah. supremacist probably would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know you're, you're, you're not you're not going to say that amongst your family. You're not going to say that in a barber in a black barbershop. Like you can't say that cuz it's not it's not a representation of truth. Like like it's not progress. It's it's the status quo. You're just seeing it live on TV. Like they've always been treated like that. That's why black people that's why white people threaten to call the police when they get into an incident or an altercation with a black person. E- of even the minorest inconvenience, because they know they run the risk of walking. Uh, that black people run the risk of going to jail, and they fare a better chance just walking away. Yeah, um, yeah
0: for sure. I mean, the, the best quote I heard about all this shit was like, uh, uh, "Police didn't, don't attack black people because they weren't." They weren't created for white people. So, like, the whole idea that, you know, police started from slave, slave catchers and shit. Mm. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's something to be said about that, too, man. Like, I mean, they arrest a white guy if they have to, nigga. But they're not really looking to do that shit.
1: Nigga. Again, with all this going on, I, I feel a certain kind of way around black cops. Because I, I want to have a conversation with at least somebody and be like, yo, y'all see this shit? How you really feel? Like, how do you... How do you condone this, or how do you explain this?
0: I don't know. I feel like it's like having a conversation with a Klan's member. It's like once they put on the costume, nigga. You, I mean,
1: the niggas already lost. Yeah, but that I shit.
0: Mean, I mean, I guess there was that one guy that talks to Klan's members. So I mean, I mean it's probably a way to get through to these motherfuckers. Daryl, like, yeah, yeah, or something yeah, Dawkins, or yeah, some shit yeah. like that. But uh, it's like, nigga. I mean, the niggas don the costume, man. Like these niggas put the costume on, they already lost. Like I'm just not saying that they probably hate niggas, but I mean, I, they got a particular way of thinking. Mm, yeah, to even get into that field, it's like you know, scientists think a certain way. Teachers, <laughs> teachers are a certain way. Cops are you know, the something. Yeah, they're mm. you know, all the same thing. But they, if you talk to enough teachers, you'd be like, oh, it's a, kind of like a common thread in the way you think. You know, same thing I, I feel about cops or, or fucking clowns or magicians or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yep,
1: <laughs>
0: make a nigga disappear. <laughs> I didn't talk to so many magicians, nigga,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and goddamn magically disappear your fe- your freedoms, nigga. <laughs> exactly. All your rights. <laughs> yeah,
0: shit, but uh we can just get into what we've been uh, listening to and shit, man.
1: Oh, uh, I listened to a written testimony. Take piss. Um, It felt okay. like the time to listen to it. Uh, Definitely. Very, very um, foreboding. I hope it gets a Grammy. I've been really conflicted about a written testimony and Alfredo coming up on rap album of the year for the Grammys, and I definitely think a written testimony stands a chance, at least in my mind. Another thing about Clubhouse I've realized talking about music is – I really do be in an echo chamber of my own ideas, talking to my niggas about the music that we listen to, because when shit drop, it's already on all our radar, talking to people from so many different places, and even maybe on Twitter, because it seems so much different than Twitter, but motherfuckers have really, really different views on music. One of the arguments they was having recently was like, yo, who's the bigger artist, Drake or Tupac? And I'm thinking to myself, like, to what extent? Like That shit doesn't even make sense to me. Um, But... Whatever. Shout out to y'all niggas. Keep keeping on. Um, I listened to... uh, What else did I listen to this week? A little bit of Lupe. Like I said, I listened to Streets on Fire. Probably just a, a playlist of my best, the best songs from, or my favorite songs from Food and Liquor. And The Cool Because that's that's really where it stops for me with Lupe There are a few other projects that I'll like But those are probably the ones That solidify him the most in my mind Most memorable for me um, I've listened to Let me pull out my phone while I'm here So I can tell you more accurately um, Pero Giovanni um, Pero Giovanni And Cardo On the uh, What's the name of this album? Big Boss in volume two, uh, Primo Rice, um, Primo Rice has dropped some shit this, I think, no, this Actually this was uh, last year, my bad, uh, but it was uh, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, Church is on the move, um, standouts on here are I really fuck with what else in uh, the Mecca with Chevy Woods. Shout out to Chevy Woods. It was refreshing to hear this nigga on the project. Uh, no Love Part Two is cool, featuring Currency. Um, what else have I been listening to? More Baby Keem. I've been bumping bullies a lot um, off of Die for My Bitch. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? A lot of rap recently. I listened to Alfredo and Bandana again. Whole lot of Red, Cardi. Um, I went through a Roy Ayers deep dive. Um, searching, 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 uh, searching, The Memory, uh, Your Mind Part 2. Everybody Loves the Sunshine. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody Loves the Sunshine. Heather by Billy Cobham. Uh, I'm going to have a Hughes from Monday Blues this upcoming week. Me and Taji sat down and talked about some songs. So uh, I went through a bunch of old shit. I reserved that uh, for the next pod, possibly once me and Taji fine-tune it. Um, What else have I been listening to? As far as podcasts, I've been listening to Tangentally Thinking with uh, Chris Ryan. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about the cat. Did you listen to the Cat Person uh, podcast? Cat Person. It's two mm-hmm. parts. Uh, Download it. Is it, it like one of the recent ones? Oh, mm, no. I'm going I'm to tell you when yeah, it's from. Yeah. Tell me the number. It's April. It's 416. 416. 416. Oh, it's four. It's not 416. It's uh, it's one of the special episodes. It is. Uh, what makes this book... It is it's it's Cat is. Person Part 2. You're going to have to go back and listen to Cat Person Part 1. That's fine, but... Yeah. Uh, but what makes this book good? Uh, the WMTBG episode. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, yeah that... That's 415, 416. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, uh, tangentially Thinking, um, I went back and listened to uh, the Joe Rogan, Donnell Rollins, Dave Chappelle episode, um, which is kind of where... I got that quote from, uh, <laughs> about like looking at my old high school friends and saying, look at these old ass niggas. Um, <laughs> uh, I listened to Amberland, uh, the Kablooey episode is her most recent joint. I, I haven't finished it. Shout out to um, Amber. Yeah. Shout out Amber. Uh, really dope content, man. I gotta get, uh, I soak up game. Her, her social media presence is kind of dope. All the, uh, swipes and shit she's been doing uh I think it probably we probably do the same just 'cause we got a, we got video clips but it's been uh it's been interesting watching people evolve over the quarantine as far as their quality everybody's sort of taking a level up if you've really been on your shit man so shout out amberland um how neil feel listen to the um sci video i mean Sai tai episode and the what was the other one I played that was really really dope um the tablespoon episode uh December 15th. Uh, so I've been catching up on a lot of shit. I stopped listening to How Neil Feel for about a, a solid month. Yeah, probably between... Um, it's always
0: kind of cool to do
1: that for me the podcast,
0: cause Cause to podcast. Because you get to binge. Yeah, 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 it's,
1: yeah. This is my form of binging. I've been watching a lot of shit, which we'll get into later. It's made me feel like a piece of shit because I always get that empty feeling when I get to the end of a series. Um, damn, what's next? Yeah, it's like damn. Man, I I've been waiting so long to see this shit. Now nah, yeah, it's over with. Yeah, uh, got. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be a, a name for that type of depression. The same way there's got to be a name for listening to somebody's music after they die, but seeing the streaming numbers jump like immediately somebody dies. Like if you never heard their shit before, like you don't listen to it because you find out they did.
0: Like. Speaking of which, R.I.P. Uh, MF Doom. Yeah,
1: R.I.P. MF Doom. I didn't go back through Doom yet, just because I'm really picky with a lot of his shit. Um, and I want to be able to kind of feel it when I do, so I'm working on songs that are compiling songs. I don't know if I'm the only person that does this, but if I put together a playlist of artists that I know have a lot of shit and I like it, I don't listen to the songs. I just write them down first, and then I figure out what songs I like in addition to those trying to find them in various projects. So, yeah, R.I.P. Doom. And R.I.P. J. La. We ain't shout this out yeah, earlier, R.I.P. man. R.I.P. J. Ly. That shit kind of fucked up my... I think uh, that's what fucked up my like fucked up my New Year's, because I took the bean and then found out j Law passed and Like Acid, set in setting, like you don't yeah, want to be in a bad headspace yeah. when you kind of on like, any psycho, psychoactive drugs. So it kind of threw me for a loop, man. But j Law was a good nigga, man. I definitely have a lot of stories, um, a lot of time spent uh, just in Atlanta, Vegas, seeing this nigga at South By, like, a lot of different things uh, in a lot of different environments. Happened over the years in the streetwear yeah. shit, man. Atlanta's
0: small like that, so you tend to Super bump, it, small. bump into the same people a lot. So yeah, man. live, man. R.I.P. prayers so, to him man. and his family, man. Yeah, man, he was—he was. He was like he was pretty young, so um, it's doom also. But um, yeah, uh, I guess I like get into what I've been listening to. Um, not really too much music, man, because I've really been at the crib, and ain't a lot of good shit. But let me see. Uh, fuck you, Chewy.
1: Uh, <laughs> um... Oh, shit. Premium Pete, the Core Mega episode. Uh, that was a good episode. I've already fucked with that shit. Uh, but that's that. the last one.
0: Uh, I guess Process, uh, Sanfa. Shout out to him. Uh, Drama. shout out to Dave. The UK shit. Um... <laughs> Really not much else than that. Let me check the iTunes. Uh, River Tiber went back to Acid tests. Um Shout out to 50 Cent, man. I kind of fuck with part of the game, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, they
1: say this is a big, rich town.
0: <laughs> yeah, that shit sucked, but uh, part of the game is
1: kind straight. <laughs> uh, this nigga, this nigga got, his goddamn, this got his Hulu upgrade. Now we start listening to 50 Cent. <laughs> somebody tweeted it. I was
0: like, you know what? This shit, all right, 50 yeah, Nigga ain't all bad, but uh, shout out to him, uh, Big just Crit. came from the coldest part. Went back to Crip was here. Uh, rodeo, Travis Scott, um, or rodeo or whatever is it? Rodeo, rodeo,
1: rodeo, rodeo. Yeah, rodeo is yeah, a great album, yeah, man. I've I've gone back and listened to it a few yeah. times myself. Uh,
0: uh, threat to society, two chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Chop Ross. He just dropped the 2020 pay list. Mm,
1: so, I still haven't checked it out, but shout to Chop Ross. Yeah. I just bought one of them shirts. i have yet to pick it
0: up. Oh uh, Yeah, I, I, I ran out of shit to listen to, so I, I just, I mean, let me just like see what the fuck this nigga got on the list. He already had a lot of shit that I had already been listening to, but mm-hmm. also a lot of uh, club shit that I would probably never hear, but so shout out to him. Um, I guess that's where I'm going to end it as far as what I've been watching. My shit's short, so I'll just say it right quick. Uh, the Vow, which was kind of crazy. Um, I think it could have been four episodes, but... They stretch the date, so shout out to HBO. Um, I finally watched the Heaven's Gate documentary. Sean already discussed it, so I'm not going to get into detail. But, yeah, shit was crazy, bro. I mean, all these cults kind of have the same ideals. The more you start to see the same, they use all the same tactics uh, to, you know, isolate people and, you know, take control of their minds and shit. But the shit was pretty crazy. Uh, definitely recommend watching The Vow. I actually watched Zam finally. Uh <laughs> Thought that shit was actually kind of cool, man. Like yes, this nigga. DC don't don't really hit too often. I like, man, this is one of the better DC like um uh, superhero movies. So um yeah, Shazam wasn't bad, man. We had a black superhero in the bitch, man. You had to fuck with that. I ain't no making good with superhero. Shout out. To her. Mm. Yeah, um uh, Yeah, that's about it, though. Yeah, I thought it was
1: terrible. I'm not even going to. Oh, fix. you hated Shazam? Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't did not like it. I didn't make my, I didn't make it through it. Damn.
0: Yeah, it was a little annoying, but uh but based on the character, though, you know, that's kind of what I expected. But, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. Uh, shout out to the Sixers, as I said before, man. Seven and one. I said six and one. We're playing the Nets right now. So, let's hope we pull this thing out, man. Or fuck mm-hmm. KD uh, tonight. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Pause. Yeah. Uh, what did I watch this week? Um, what did I watch? I watched this movie called London again. Um, always one of those movies that I kind of revisit every once in a while. I don't know if that was... I might have mentioned it on the last podcast. I happened to be doing bum shit over the weekend. Saturday was kind of one of my days where I just didn't do anything. Um, and uh, I found a bunch of movies that I hadn't seen in a minute. Watched London. I watched Tremors, which is one of my favorite worst movies. I'm about I to say that shit is terrible. Yeah, bro. I love it though. I don't know why. <laughs> the, the, the fucking uh, bro. Yeah, that, that shit it's, is classic, so bro. It's just like American Cheese. <laughs> it's terrible that for you. Always
0: come on a Sci-Fi Channel.
1: USA always, Sci-Fi yeah. USA. Uh, if you old enough to remember, uh, TBS. No football, no problem. Like the day after the Super Bowl, they would just yeah. play a bunch of movies. movies. Man, like a bunch of action movies. Another really terrible shitty movie they used to play was Cobra, oh. uh, which was Steven Salon uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Salon. oh. Yeah, Sylvester Salone where he he barely had lines, bro. he just walked around in all black. He had this big ass knife. And stupid ass unnecessary guns. You remember when cops used to have guns that they did not that were not police issues You just walk around with like a Desert Eagle. Like imagine if you got pulled over and the cop just, <laughs> just had his hand on his Desert Eagle. Like, that shit would be crazy, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you here for, I bro. I feel like it
0: was a time where they, you know that was when they were trying to make cops cool and shit. Yeah. In that time
1: period. They, they had a good PR. They had great PR then before yeah. niggas got social media. He's um, the road cop. Yeah. <laughs> his sunglasses is black, but his heart is gold. Exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck, nigga? <laughs> Get this bodybuilder the fuck out of here. <laughs> he,
0: he thinks outside of the box. Yeah, look at him. Vice <laughs> crime in his own way.
1: <laughs> A rebel with the cause. <laughs> had all these yeah. cool ass <laughs> phrases for dumbass police doing illegal shit. Yeah roughing up <laughs> roughing up citizens <laughs> training day took the mask off that shit it was yeah. like this shit ain't cool bro look yeah. at this nigga he a piece of shit <laughs> make him black
0: <laughs> that's how they get
1: you oh now the we all hate guys. cops yeah. you see that <laughs> uh, stay white woke guy like oh shit why are you doing this man like, mm-hmm. oh
0: yeah cuz that's how it works
1: uh huh cuz the white guys usually the one yeah. got them Sensible you you ever seen, yeah. uh, what was that? The 7 5? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how training day really went. <laughs> yeah. Real shit. 7 5 could have been training day, but, uh, yeah. Um, what else did I watch this week? Uh,. I went back on Workaholics, an amazing show. <laughs> yeah. If you ever want anything mindlessly to watch, Workaholics yeah. is that's it. some
0: shit you just play like binge. You, can yep. just, you don't have nothing to watch. Just let it play in the background. Pick and an you episode. pay attention to all nope, of Nope, nope, nope. You just peek in and out. You that's right, roll your yeah. weed, yeah, <laughs> sit, <it's, laughs> sit there and smoke. watch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sit there and watch Workaholics. Um, the episode I watched was...
0: Uh, I think they do get worse over time. But yeah, yeah, they definitely it got worse. Shows. uh When they start?
1: <laughs> Dennis Quaid was on the episode where they were selling... Uh, the fire whistles and they remember that one, but. they turned they ended up uh they had to sell these dumbass fire whistles <laughs> and um they found a way to sell weed through their telemarketing company so every time somebody bought a fire whistle they would get like a 35 <laughs> or like whatever amount of weed they wanted and then they could smoke out of the fire whistle and then they had to figure out how to how to keep it concealed from their boss while selling out all of these stupid ass fire whistles, but yeah, Workaholics is a great show. Uh, another show shout about to them. white
0: people getting over.
1: Yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> getting away with it. <laughs> if it was, if Workaholics you. was black, they'd be like, yeah, "You fired, yeah. man. Get the fuck out <laughs> of here." In the story, we're gonna man. hire another niggas that look just like you, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully smarter. Stupid. I'm telling
0: we did a goddamn job. But yeah, man, this is definitely a funny ass show. Man. Um, goofy, just some goofy shit to watch.
1: Documentaries. What documentary did I watch recently? Um I I've been watching this shit called uh what was it called? I just seen it today. Let me go on my YouTube. Do do do. do, do. Shout out to me being unorganized. Um I watched this shit called The True Story of the Demon Corps, which was about uh it's done by this dude named Kyle Hill. Um who uh has a lot of interesting history podcasts about abstract moments in history like he talks about the Germans uh, experimenting with um, paranormal means in order to win the war. Um, uh, I, I listen to uh, oh the other he, I found him going through a series of videos on Dark Docks. And Dark Docs talked about the U.S. the U.S. Army secret paranormal soldiers. If you've ever seen the movie uh, The Men Who Stare at Goats... I've been yeah. meaning to watch that shit. Men Who Stare at Goats is based off of a book that came from one All of the, the... random shit that they try to explain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they talk about the real results. What's funny is that book was based off of a scenario where uh, a black sergeant, I can't remember his name. Um, if I go back through this, I'll probably find it but I'm not going to do it right now. But uh, a black... Uh, Army sergeant basically disarmed uh, an explosive device. What do you call them, IEDs? Um, yeah. he, he, he disarmed an IED um, without any prior knowledge to its location or type. And he had witnesses and shit, and they launched this whole program, or at least inducted him into this program that uh, was focused on using paranormal means in order to win wars. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, interesting piece, none uh to say the least. That rhymed, so you know I meant it. Um, I watched some shit about the Disney bomb, uh, on Dark Docs as well. Um, they've got a lot of interesting stories that I feel like only because, like time isn't a factor, we're hearing about how crazy United States government really is. Like well, you talked about it on the previous pod, like one of the things I'm. I'm starting to realize is that like, given enough time, everything looks fucking ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. It took us years to really get down to the, the root of why Watergate and Deep Throat was so crazy. Like, Now, because of social media and the 24-hour news cycle, I think we see scandals and shit pop up so much more quickly and, and either dissolve or evolve a lot faster, but looking back on a lot of the things in American history, I'm like, man, we always been kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah, I mean, even... I remember being in high school, you know, like most kids I had to read in nineteen eighty four in high school Mm -hmm. and uh thinking like, yo, they're gonna have TVs, they can hear what you're saying and your phone and the phones they hear what you're saying. Everything around you will have a fucking microphone on it and I remember thinking like, that'll never happen, nigga. What? This just sounds like some science science fiction shit. But Mm -hmm. now that's just the that's That's the the norm like you know mm-hmm. you can't I'm, i obviously there's not a person-to-person ratio of people listening to each conversation but at the same time you say enough inflammatory shit man somebody would come find you ask, i remember it was an old doctor i remember remember the name of that documentary but a guy he, he like jokingly posts some shit about coming to somebody's crib and shooting shooting them up or something to that effect and like police just knocking on his door random and like he couldn't figure out who called the police no like nobody called the police because like it was a joke amongst friends and shit mm-hmm. like but uh, police still showed up at his door, because like, I'm sure there's kinda some kind of flagging system with the algorithms and all that bullshit, but um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, I don't know what I was talking about, but um, yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, America has always been fucked up, and yeah. like, so I think even books like 1984, it's like, a nigga don't come up with those ideas because America is a beautiful place, it's like, yeah. he was probably looking at the current, and like, oh, I see what this yeah. shit is You going. projected this yeah. shit 10, 15, 20 years out. Or, 50 years out, but mm. you know the case is. But yeah, and we don't even know what, you know. That's a whole Damn, that's crazy. I
1: was just talking about 1984 on New Year's, like how crazy the world is. I've been they, meaning to watch that movie. There know. was a movie version of it that I've never seen. Uh, when I, I, I was thinking about it. I didn't revisit it, but somebody sent me some shit with B.O.B. I think B.O.B. just took mushrooms and got on YouTube and took a deep dive into existential thinking. But he was talking about a lot of the shit that... Uh, we ended up talking... I think he, he was talking about... Not Operation Paperclip. What's that other shit? MK Ultra. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, with the acid. Yeah, and uh, he was saying, saying... He said something about... Uh, like, you ever hear a nigga talk and you can realize they've been watching the same documentaries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this nigga watched Out of Shadows because yeah, he was talking about I was like, yeah. All the things that, like, the American culture, like, that society brings to the forefront and it's this... this groundbreaking new idea like it's probably been leaked through entertainment like because the government runs the movie industry so it made me think of out of shadows because they talked about how all the things that we have now have sort of been given to us the ideas have been introduced to the public through the guise of movies or entertainment Um, and i think it's probably the same with books like people who were proficient writers felt the need or probably were coaxed eventually once they had a name to start conveying certain ideas through popular fiction. So that way people weren't just blindsided by innovation or developments in society. Um, I mean, one of the things that circulated a lot, I can't remember the book, but them talking about uh, a disease that would sweep the nation or the world in 2020 and how it was predicted in this fiction book. And now we're sitting in 2020 dealing with COVID and everybody was kind of like, what the fuck? Like a lot of times, you don't necessarily have to be that far off in order to predict shit. Like if you look back at the course of history, we've had a pandemic every every two to three years from whether it's swine flu, bird flu, MERS or SARS. Like we've had something on the forefront, so it's just more the same, man. But yeah, uh, a lot of documentaries, a lot of shorts, um, a lot of breakdown on videos. Um, I watched the breakdown on the Matrix again. Cause I don't know why Like I guess it must be Just be the time But I find enough of him man I'll be interested <laughs> Matrix 4 coming <sighs> Maybe that's why I've been prepping I've been prepping I'm gonna critique Heavily Matrix 3 was trash So I'm not I don't really have High hopes for Matrix 4 But I'm gonna see that
0: bitch Yeah her Jada back uh, Keanu's back uh, mm. I believe Lawrence Fishburne is Back Or unless he died Or some shit But anyway uh, Yeah yeah uh, I oh, guess He's great uh, We can end it like that Um uh, shout out to No Limit Exposure once again, yeah, man. man. Shout out to the whole family. Give us uh, soon, Toya again. Give well Toya. Uh,
1: uh, Black Business Roll Call. Shout out to Caters Shout out City in the Woods. Shout out Chop Ross. Um, shout out working class music. Shout out Phyllis Iller. Uh, shout out Versus. Um, shout out. Shout out Freako. Shout out Freako Rico. Rico. Shout Freako Rico. Shout Paper Frank. Shout out Paper Frank. Um, shout out my entrepreneurs out there, man. Shout out Frank Cooker, man. We had an interesting conversation on Instagram recently. Yeah,
0: shout out Cooker.
1: Um, might be it for me, yeah.
0: Yeah, shout out uh Suburbia Non Grata uh, Suburbia uh, Non Grata. no limit exposure, no limit exposure, no, no, no limit
1: exposure, no exposure. Uh, Sydney Woods. Oh, shout out Brick Owens, man. Shout out Haysworth. Uh, uh
0: shout
1: so out fair. Haysworth.
0: Uh, yeah. That's it, man. Mm, Wash well, Never Washed Up. Wash uh, Never Washed Up.
1: Like, subscribe, share. Thank you for listening. Happy fucking New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, niggas. First part of the new year, man. Yeah,
0: first uh, part of uh, the new year. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all niggas later.
1: Y'all stay black.
0: Yeah.